Good evening, folks. Uh, welcome to the Gridiron Crew podcast, an NFL podcast made in Scotland by NFL lovers. Um, you are listening to and watching the Review Crew, and I am your host, Brian, the conscience of Cleveland, Donlin. Well, we are officially over halfway there now. Now, I was going to leap into all sorts of Bon Jovi at this point and give it like a full, like we're halfway there, but like, it makes me sad to think that we're actually getting through the season. Um, but yeah, no, we are officially over halfway through the year. Um, so we are going to be reviewing all things week 10. Um, we'll obviously have a wee chat, we've got a wee kickoff question ready to roll. You might have seen it on X already. So if you have, uh, jump on, send us a message, get involved with it. It's going to be coming in a sec. Um and yeah, remember, folks, like, subscribe, follow, all that good stuff. And um, you can find us on Twitter, on uh, Instagram, on Threads, everywhere you get your podcasts, on YouTube, etc., etc. All of this stuff helps the community grow. It's fantastic for getting everything involved. And we like to hear fees. Um, and it's just good for getting things going. Now, normally at this point, I would say I'm joined by some of the finest crew members, plural. However, as you may have noticed tonight, it is a crew of two, and we are clue and we are clearly the two to review the crew. A two. I, I ran out of two jokes, I'll be honest. I was doing my best there. Um, <laughs> but yes, it is myself and it is Liam. Now, Liam, I sat and I thought long and hard about my intro tonight. And I tried to be funny and I tried to be with it. But I've decided that you should know that I'm not angry with you. I'm just disappointed. The Packers had one job, Liam. They had one job this week, and they were sort of justify your team, justify it all for me. I'm glad how we're now crossing the crossing the divide to the AFC, affecting them too. It's always good fun to <laughs> affect two 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 fan bases in, in one game. I like it. It's a Packers fan. Do you know what I'm about? I'm about equal opportunities yes, and misery. Indeed, indeed. I do not want misery in the NFC. I want misery across the league. Yeah, yeah, no, oh, like, how you, you doing, know, mate? Have you, yeah, have I'm you good, enjoyed I'm good. Um, enjoyed week ten? Yes. Well, all things considered, yeah. It was just, Obviously. You know, it was. I, I get to be smug and all the rest. It is as we will go on to because the Browns obviously did quite well. But I'm, I'm going to hold up that's. I don't know. Controversially, has that been the the best weekend of football we've had this season? It's it's just in terms of the quality of the games. I think uh, minus the Germany game. Uh, yes, we'll, 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 ah, we'll talk yes. about that later. <laughs> feel not. Jesus, I actually feel that we need to apologise to the German people. Like, is that like? Do we? I don't know. Do you like? It's send like somebody to the embassy or something. It's like they're, 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 they're subjecting yeah. them to that. They were like spoiled from last week, you know, having the having the, the shootout or kind of not shootout, but you well, know, well. having having some good some some quality teams playing and that. We'll just we'll just change that up a bit, you know, just mix it up. Uh, yeah, yeah, you've had, you've had it actually. <laughs> you've had high quality American football. Now we're sending you Mac. <laughs> um, <laughs> right. Um, okay, folks. Now. As I say, we do we do have a kickoff question to get us going, uh, and do you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna out myself before like somebody jumps onto Twitter and like gives me abuse for stealing the kickoff question. So I have famously heard this on the Pat McAfee show, um, so like, I've clearly nicked it from there. But it was brilliant. So this week we had five games, NFL record, five games that were decided by walk off game winning. Field goals. Incredible scenes. Brown's game was amongst them. We'll get on to it or the rest. But five games ended with walk-off field goals. However, 
if a single one of those kickers had missed, you know full well the, the narrative about the game wouldn't have been about your defence can't get off the field, your offence can't finish a drive, your quarterbacks mince, your receivers are It would be your kicker's crap. And that would be it. You could honestly, I, I would honestly, you could make like 19 out of 20 field goals in a game, some ludicrous amount, and you would still get leathered for missing that one kicker yeah. in yeah. the game. You still lose so, your job on Monday, you know? So. <laughs> totally. Nah, that, well, that's the question then. Is there any position in professional sport more hard done by, more maligned than the NFL kicker? Like, I, I genuinely struggle to think of any that gets such a hard time. But what, did you think? Could you think of anything? I couldn't. Well, yeah. See, that, like, I hadn't heard the Pat McAfee chat. I was like, so, and we haven't chatted beforehand. I, I, I struggled to try and think of a better one than the kicker. But I suppose the one I kind of came up with, maybe not maligned, but doesn't really get the credit they deserve, probably. And But then this is kind of going slightly left field because it's possibly not even, you could class them, they're not the sportsmen, but they're they're involved. Is a carry. Caddy yes. never gets that. Caddies never get the love, um, or very, very rarely. I know you have like the odds kind of face, you know, like Tiger's caddy for ages. He was a bit of a kind of face, uh, for, for Tiger, but like they, they do play so much to keep players hitting, hitting right from left or left from right, you know, sort of thing. So, yes, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm sure they get well paid for, uh, I'm sure they're quite handsomely paid, but um, or the top ones anyway, so but. They never ever get any credit for it, do they? You just kind of every, every week turn up again, carry the bags. That's it's a great point because it's like the ah, your, your caddies are an absolute belter. I'm now currently, I'll be honest, I'm desperately trying to remember the name of the caddy on Happy Gilmore, uh, <laughs> who I've totally forgotten the name of, uh, I and I him. really can't remember. Was Otto the homeless caddy? That was one, uh, <laughs> but I that's a good one. The only one I could think of. And I don't know because you've got some really big high profile examples, but like goalies and yeah. football, football, you know, other ones where it's you know, if you like if there's a like one bad, bad save or, or lack thereof, I suppose, yeah. um, and it goes in and it then it doesn't matter if you get beat like you know, seven, seven, four or something like that, you know, it's or oh, that one goal that was the difference and the keeper let it in, and it, it's how you just you're one of those really. Bizarrely, like vulnerable positions that everything is your fault, regardless like, uh, of what was that? It was the uh, going to the football Champions League final, the Liverpool game a couple of years ago now, when the Liverpool keeper had an absolute mayor. What was his name oh. now? And then he basically lost his job like the next season. That was that was basically it. So, I had some bent, not quite like a kicker, but you know, nearly kind of no, a couple months later, I was gone. <laughs> you heard it, and to be fair, it never actually came to much, I suppose. But you heard that like, for years it was always a narrative around um, the hair, David the hair. It was yeah, always yeah, a chat, yeah. you know, he was a howler and he should be binned. And you were like, I bet, like, more often than not, it, it just kind of gets on with his job and, and does it. And that's like, like you never hear like, in the NFL, other than maybe, I don't know, Justin Tucker, you know, he's, you know, Mr. Automatic, it's all the credit. <laughs> But unless you're doing like some upper worldy sixty plus yarder, he's getting naked at all. I mean, it's like fifty yards in Cleveland, the wind's blowing at five hundred knots, and he's still near it. Ah, good, you should miss that. You're fucked. <laughs> it's, it's bizarre. 
And it's like, but, you know, you always hear the commentators that oh, they're hitting it from 60, 60 yards out at warm-ups, all this stuff, stuff, you know, and they're like 40 yards away now, and they miss it, and like, oh, well, that was a good good jinx there. So, Well, you know, see, to be fair, to, to segue neatly into the first, the, the kind of, we're only going to have a couple games today, because it's a period on, so we're only going to have a couple, I'm going to chat more roundly about the whole league. Um, the, the Brown game, obviously, there was Hopkins, uh, oh, just so, before the half, yeah, it was an extra point. Uh, was it an extra point or something, was it? Well, no, it was just before the half, there was the opportunity for him to have a go. It would have been about 63 yards. Um, and we went for the Hail Mary instead. Like, we were all set up to go for the kick. And then Stefanski came set at the last minute. Uh, I think there might have been a penalty. We, we might have had a penalty and it pushed us back a couple of yards. Um, but it would have been like 62 or something like that, 63 yeah. yards they would have had to go from. He was raging. He was absolutely <laughs> beside himself. Like, you like, seen him in the sidelines, like, fuming with Stefanski. This is my highlight reel, you've ruined, you've ruined my highlight reel. That's <laughs> the thing, but because it's like, they don't, they don't know, the, the Hail Mary went exactly as you would expect. Um, Watson stepped up, hurled it. Did you know what I mean? No, it was Watson, it was Watson. He wasn't hobbling about at that point. He stepped up, yet. he hurled it, it, get, it made it, I don't even actually think he made it to the end zone. It like made it just shy and a raven batted it. Batted down. Down. That, was, that was it. Um, and you know, I mean, it was much ado about nothing. I want to see the kicker of a bat. Like, <laughs> I, I, do you know? I, I don't have the stats to back this up, but it, like, wonder what the stat is. You know, how what's more likely connecting for like a sixty-yard field goal? So it's sixty-yard field goals on what the, on, on run about on halfway. Yep. What's more likely connecting with that or a hail mary? Surely, surely, surely it's the kickers, but you have but to. Surely, I mean, how many yeah, yeah. And surely, like, I don't know, like, analytics may say different, but if it's right, I don't, I can't remember now, if it's right at the end of the half of the time's expiring, you're not really worried about giving, losing the round, you know, and giving the yeah. ball straight back in good field position. You just kick it and hope yeah. the best. So. Yeah, as, long as, as long as you know your kicker's going to get it yeah. through the end zone, as long as yeah. You, yeah. you know that they're going to make a distance, which, yeah. to be fair, Hopkins has got the leg for it. Um, so, why not let him have a crack? Because at the end of the day, if he misses, no, no there's much really. more of a chance, surely, of a Hail Mary getting picked off than and run, and run back, and, and run back than, than yeah. a kick getting getting caught and run back. Although that would be really embarrassing. Imagine like, you squib it. I'm sure there must have been last season. I think it was a college game. Was it not one like that? There was highlights of end of the game and they, they missed it. Or scribbled it, and then the, the other team ran it back. I couldn't tell you who it was. I just remember seeing well, it and going through the um, kind of social channels sort of thing. But, um, I don't know about that. I know I've seen one where, and again, it might have been college, where a kicker has inexplicably like skied it like directly <laughs> into the sky, <laughs> and it just like everybody's watching it, and it like you know it was from what the fifty, and it comes down about the forty-five. <laughs> it went near horizontal distance, but like, it, like, it nearly hit a plane. Because <laughs> leaning really far back when you leathered it or something. <laughs> it's, like, I, like, yeah, it's like trying to hit the 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 scoreboards, you know. It's, you know, in Germany, aye, <laughs> aye, well, you do that. Aye, we'll get to that. You do that in Germany, it's a thing. Um, aye, right. So, okay. So obviously, there you go. I think I think we're all on team kicker. Um, definitely this week. If Stu is here, Stu, Stu lives in team. Stu is team kicker. He walks and talks it. Um, but this week, I think we're all we're all team kicker after five walk off field goals. Um, and 
on, as I say, on the notion of a game that finished with one, and because I am absolutely having my moment in the sun, because it doesn't happen all that bloody often. Uh, do you know I say that? Or oh, seven and three. Uh, <laughs> uh, sorry, six and three now. Um, I'm doing pretty well. So the Browns, 33, Ravens, 31, in Baltimore, beating the Ratbirds. What a day. Did you manage to catch much of the Brown game? The Browns game over here? Because Green Bay was on the same one. Was on. So I was watching, I was mainly watching Green Bay. I saw some bits and pieces, but yes, it, um, it, it didn't, didn't start well, did it? <laughs> it didn't. Do you know, that was the thing, honestly. Do you know the thing? And like, um, I, w- I wish I could like link it so people could see it. You should see like some of my, there's a, a, a UK Browns backers Facebook group. Uh, shout out to the Browns backers. Uh, the end that listen that's a UK Browns fan as well join that group. And particularly if you're based down near London, they meet in the Hippodrome like, every week to watch Browns games. Um, so shout out to them. But some of my comments on that Facebook group are absolutely, they are the epitome of fickle sports fans. As it's like the end of the first quarter and it's just me being angry on the internet. That's it. It's all gone. We've lost it. Is, is get, get Watson out, get Stefanski out, get them on the bin. It's ruined. I hate football. And then by the end, I'm trying to figure out ways of deleting my Facebook messages. Is that even worse than the, the you know the old old chat, the WhatsApp chat we've got? You know, you're, you're oh, about that. Is it worse than that? <laughs> um, it's, it's yeah, aye, probably. Um, it's, it's it's in the utter Browns echo chamber of it. But aye, you know, I mean, to, to rattle through it, so some of the big ones for the game, some of the, bit of the big talk about, obviously, sitting at the half, the Browns are 17-9 down. 17-9 down at the half, 17-3 down in the first quarter. Um, and then by the time we make it, early in the fourth, the Ravens, Gus Bus, fires in a, a comedy of penalties for the Browns. The Browns had the, the, the Ravens, we had, them, we had them three and out, punting, then we had a penalty that let them back in. Then we picked Lamar off in the end zone and a penalty let them back in again. And before you know it, they are on the one-yard line and Gus Bus punches it in. 31-17, early in the fourth quarter. Surely we're stuffed. Surely that's it. But Deshaun Watson was perfect in the second half. And as much as it kind of galled me to give Watson any praise whatsoever, second half he, was, he, he didn't miss a single pass everything. Stefanski made some serious adjustments to how we were playing. Um, I and Watson fired up, well, Watson, the the, the, the offence, including Hopkins at the end, fired up 16 points in the fourth quarter. <laughs> so, I know he's, he's hobbling around as well, because he was in, end up in a walking boot at the end of the game or something like that. So, um, yeah. I don't know if he was in a boot. I know he was, he was limping. He came off, that's why I was saying, I was, I was wondering about the, the Hail Mary. He came off kind of early at halftime and he was hobbling about and it was all the story was everybody was obviously really worried because well injury's been carrying has been his rotator cuff all year. So it's been is his shoulder knackered or the rest of it. And then he's he's limping after a, a bit of a hit. It wasn't a big hit. And he took a hit, he was limping about, but he obviously played the game out and um he'll doubtless be in the injury report all week, the same as he's been on every injury report all week for the full year. Um, but yeah, you know, I mean, he's he played really well in the second half. He really, really did. I mean, the what was it? Total total passing yards. Or sorry, total I passing 195 yards, 20 for 35. And as I say, the second most of those, well, all of those incompletions 
game in the first half. So absolutely incredible. Um, he took one pick, but to be fair to him, the pick was like it was funny to watch, but it was ticked. It wasn't like he just hurled it straight at a defender. Um, and then, the, aye, you know what I mean? It's, it was absolutely excellent. <laughs> it was just fantastic. I think best, the best play I saw in the game was, I think it was near the end, I think it was near the end, and was it Ford was running the ball and the, the hole was like a rugby scrum developed and we just pushed them another, I don't know how many more yards, but just kind of pushed them over. <laughs> for the Listen, it's, the, it's, it's the Eagles effect, isn't it? You know what I mean? The push push, the brotherly shove, call it if you want. It's, there's so much... I, well, I don't know. I, I feel like I'm seeing so much more of that kind of... Not even necessarily as like a set play. You know what I mean? Yes, we yeah. are seeing more teams do it as a set play. But even just, just in general, when you've got your running back is getting stalled, I don't know. It feels like to me anyway, this no, year that teams... Yeah. I've always wondered a bit like, because I suppose coming from the UK, so we obviously see rugby as well. You obviously see the, you know, when they get get going and pushing all the players forward in a rugby scrum sort of thing. You don't really see that much because all, all, all the players end up falling over in the NFL for some reason. But uh, yeah, like even like that, even like a couple more yards, I'm not saying like full on get down the field or something like that, but like you say, like Ford must have, must have been three or four more yards he must have got out of that. Easy. And that's easily. And like you do that, Every third down or something like that. <laughs> well, we always see the Saints. Uh, the NFL is a game inches. You yeah. know what I mean? It's, it's a game inches. And if you can reliably get that, it's one I, see, I've always wondered. Like, ugh, don't get me wrong. I get it if like, a player's quite isolated and the rest of it is not like yeah, yeah. But when you see like running backs getting like stuffed on the line or, or near the line, you're like, come on, guys. You're, you're, the majority of your offensive line is still kind of stood there waiting to, to to help and they could surely be pushing and I know obviously forward motion and all the rest it's a yeah. thing but if they get in sharp surely that's going to gain you things because well think about it even if you talk say three yards you know let's, let's say Ford gained three yards imagine the difference from being third and three to being third and six yeah that's that's a whole change to, to how you would approach up with yeah. um, but right to, to give uh, before I just sit in a wax lyrical mirror about Cleveland, um, <laughs> to give the Ravens to give the Ravens some of their due, um, Keaton Mitchell, Keaton Mitchell, talk about diamond in the rough, undrafted, uh, running back, and this is where I'm actually going to grab his specific stats. Um, I uh, undrafted running back, thirty four yards, but it was electric yards, thirty four yards in three attempts, um, and it, I don't know, it just seemed to be every time. He grabbed the ball. I think m- most of his efforts were were in the first half. But every time he got the ball, he just seemed to bounce outside, and nobody could touch him. I was screaming at my TV, like you know, surely somebody's going to lay a hand in this guy. And he's he's a complete no, no, that's not fair. But you know what I mean. He's an I've heard he's like a lesser man. Uh, I can't see David Achain. Is that how you say his name? I don't know who he is. That sort of thing. I can't. I think it's going now. Um, as if it's kind of like that, he's almost just a speedster, like you can't catch him, sort of thing. So, but well, that was definitely. It was. I don't know why. Well, the our defense started playing a lot better in the second half. To be fair, uh, well, do you know I say that? Um, the Ravens still put up fourteen points in the second half. Um, but the I as it seemed like he stopped getting touches, but he, he, the touches he got in the first half anyway, absolutely dashed us. Um, and right, fucking really didn't want to talk about this. I really, really didn't. But OBJ scored a touchdown. <laughs> he did. He's I back. He's really back. Really 
I really dislike OBJ like so much. I directly blame him for the downfall of Baker. Like direct. Direct contributing factor to Baker not being in Cleveland anymore. And I don't think I'll ever get over that. Um and the fact that I've called it for years and I actually hold now that I am absolutely right that OBJ is see if you agree with this actually, because I don't know if you have you've heard me rant about this lane. OBJ is a wide receiver too. OBJ is not, and for the remainder of his career, never will be, any team's wide receiver one. I would agree with that now. No, he's definitely wide receiver two now. I don't think he's... He's going to have that, like, games like this week where he's going to get a good score, a good touchdown. He's going to pop up. I don't think he's ever going to command the targets he probably used to, maybe in in his Cleveland days and in his Giants days as he used to do, I think. You know, he's... Wait, I think what age is he now? Is he is he thirty yet? I don't even know he's thirty. Uh, he's up that way. Even then, um, that ends. Oh, uh, I was going to say, but obviously the injuries. I'm sure you know he's he's had some major injuries, sort of thing. Obviously coming back from that last one as well. So, ah, he's he's six yeah, so, yeah, so but, but he's, he's still going to do a job. I don't know if he was quite. I still know. I still don't quite know if he was deserved the contract that he got. Um, um, in off season, but I don't know. <laughs> Fair play for his agent getting that money out of, out of him. So. <laughs> he's still dining out in that Giants catch. Um, he's still dining out in that big Giants catch. And it's a great catch. And we all enjoy watching it. Because everybody enjoys a highlight reel. But he's, so he's 31. I just double checked. He's 31. He, on, on Sunday, he had two targets with one reception for, for, for a 40-yard touchdown. So that was it. I was literally the only reception he had the whole game. And yet, you know what? End of the day, he got in the end zone. You can't really ask a lot more than that. No. Um, but no, I say that when he was in Cleveland, that I didn't think he was a wide receiver one. I thought he, he needed somebody threatening on the other side of the field to take top coverage. Um, I said it when he went to LA, and I was right because he was across the cup, and cup took your top corner, cup took your double coverage, and it leaves. Yeah, if you put OBJ up against a you know a rookie corner or your second or third tri- choice corner, and he's not in double coverage, yeah. The OBJ has still got it in the tank to do you. And even then, in you know, with, with the Ravens, he is he's definitely behind Flowers. No, I was going to um, say, like, Flowers, I think, had six, he was up at six targets, I think, in the game. So, aye. Um, six, six targets, seems, five receptions for 73 yards. It's kind of him and Andrews are kind of main target yeah. hogs, really, I think. Yeah. So, it's even, um, I don't even, just this shows how ineffective some of these catches must have been. But Rashad Bateman, that guy. Uh, had more targets and receptions than OBJ. He was four and two. Right enough, he only got twenty five yards. Um, but still, it's I. I just, I just hate it because I just know, <laughs> I just know that Beckham. Well, maybe no because he lost. It's not even. I don't even think Beckham cared that he lost. Hela walked out of that stadium buzzing that he got his catch and his touchdown against Cleveland, and it just makes me sick. Did he not pull the um, hill celebration as well? I think did he not as well. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I not you're bitter or at all. Not at all. I'm wildly bitter. Wildly. <laughs> I make absolutely no bones about how bitter I am about the fact that OBG got that. I'm so raging about it. Um, but one, I'll tell you what, this is one of the ones, and you know, this is one I thought I would have thought for everybody watching the game. One of the biggest surprises of the game 64 points. The NFL's number one and number two defenses. And it's not like, well, definitely not for the Browns, 
Um, it's not like we're talking about like the the Dolphins' offense or Kansas City's offense that's you know utterly electric and it just is what it is. Even then, Kansas's offense has been a bit. Um, but I, you know, I mean, it's been two fine offenses, both you know ground and pound offenses, and then we both went above thirty points on um two exceptional defenses, which is why I really didn't expect the the game to be that high score. No, I would, I would agree. I wouldn't have predicted that uh, an outset at all. It was, it was certainly, obviously the pick six. What was that, that start as well for Ravens, and he kind of jumped out. But, but I don't know. Oh. Ravens, Ravens do seem to have a problem losing these. I don't know how many times that's the season now they've lost these kind of um, games the um, after having such a big lead. So the Ravens um, are the new Falcons. <laughs> it's a slight stretch, but okay, we'll go there. <laughs> this, is, this is one of these ones, Liam. I am, I am. You, you know, you hear people saying that they're, they're uh, manifesting positivity. <laughs> I'm manifesting the Ravens into being the new Falcons. If I can somehow think hard enough, and that happens, I'll be a happy, happy fan. <laughs> um, but I, but no. At the end of the day, it's uh, so I game ends. Thirty-three Hopkins, forty yards, thirty-three, thirty-one. Cleveland walk away with a win. The AFC North is now an absolute horror show of a division. Um, you're looking at it now, so we've got Ravens seven and three at the top of the tree. Steelers then Browns, so Steelers are ahead of the Browns in the head-to-head six and three both, and then you get the Bengals sitting at the, the bottom of the pile on five and four. Every team above five hundred, every team in with a really serious shout to not not only win the division but the team that goes on and wins the North, you would need to say are probably in, with, in the conversation for winning the AFC. I think, I, I mean, think yeah, I think I, I, certainly they'll be definitely in there, but I think the only worry is are they going to kind of cannibalise each other by the end of it? Like totally rack up the injuries and just totally kill each other well, off, basically. Come, come playoff time, not having anyone left to do in. So not to you, put a downer on it, Matt, Brian. <laughs> well, it's the one where I don't disagree with you, and it's the one where... And this is where I'm frantically trying to open our WhatsApp chat because I know that I've got the, the pictures of the schedules all in there. Uh, and I don't need to try and find them. I'll do it this way. But you look at the the schedules that are left for, for the AFC North teams and it's where, dare I say it, dare, dare I be confident that the Browns have got by far and away the softest schedule left. So what Steelers have got, so Steelers Cleveland's next week, so that's obviously going to be massive. So we'll get that one. Then Steelers are away at Cincinnati. Okay, then they've got the Cardinals and then they've got New England. Cardinals, New England and the Colts. So you would think they're going to win those um, with Tomlin in charge. Then they're back at Cincinnati, at Seattle, at Baltimore. That's one, two, three, four, five games of what's left that are all hard. There's difficulty there. You wouldn't be shocked to turn around and say, oh, the, the Seahawks beat the Steelers in Seattle. They, that wouldn't surprise yeah. anybody. I'll, I'll leave it around to the end because ours is definitely the softest. Then you've got what the Bengals are at the Ravens. Then they've got the Steelers coming to them at the Jags. Colts. Minnesota? Don't even know what to make of Minnesota anymore. But is, is the Josh job? We're going to talk about the, the bikes in a minute. You had to tell us about that. But the, is the Dobbs thing real? Then they're at the Steelers, at KC, and they finish the season with us coming to visit. So again, Ravens, Steelers, Jags, maybe, right. maybe the Vikes, KC. 
that's a lot of games that are very, very losable for a Bengals team that's been struggling all year. Then what's the Ravens? Ravens are still at their bye to go, which is baffling me because we had us in week four. Um, but they've got Bengals, Chargers, Rams, Jags, Niners, Dolphins, Steelers to round out the year. There's a lot of scary in there as well. Yeah. Then you well, can play that to the... It's nice to kind of, I was going to say, I suppose nice, or, well, I suppose Chargers can put up the points, but before the buy and after the buy, they've got the Chargers and the Rams there. Winnable games. Aye, Chargers and the Rams should should be winnable. The Ravens should be, Ravens should be expecting a, we're going into week, in, in my opinion anyway, Ravens should be expecting to get into week 15 with at least two wins out of those three games. Yeah. If they don't beat the Rams, where well, I say that, Stafford will probably be back. Stafford's a, I think Stafford, yeah, yeah, Stafford was meant to. Yeah, I'm sure you. McVeigh came out. Was it yesterday? I've seen he's probably likely to play. I think already. So, yeah. so that that might be a lot harder than we would think. I know the Rams are struggling at the minute, but it's still Matt Stafford with Cooper Cup, Puka, or the rest of it. Um, and then the Browns. So we've also got Steelers coming up. Then we are at, at admittedly a rejuvenated Denver Broncos, but it's still <laughs> the Denver Broncos. Um, then we've got the Rams, Jags, the Bears. Again, a rejuvenated Texans, but it's still the Texans, the Jets, and the Bengals. Realistically, trying to have my, my, my reasonable head on, but leaving the divisional games out, so leaving the Steelers and the Bengals aside, the remaining six games, Cleveland don't win three of those. Something that's that's something's went wrong yeah. there. We yeah. don't well, walk away with wins against the Bears, the Jets, and then at least one of. Texans, Broncos, Rams, and Jags. Yeah, and oh, think, you think also come week seventeen, you're hoping by the time, hopefully, if you get to the Jets and you, where the way Jets are playing, you beat them. Then the last game of the season against the Bengals, it might. You're hoping for as a Brown fan, you're hoping that isn't meaning much. Um, we, we love beating the Bengals at the end of the so. year anyway. <laughs> we, we we love we we hate playing the Bengals in the middle of the year. We play the Bengals at the start of the year when we always win for some reason that makes no sense. We could play. Anybody else in the league? I'm convinced we could take the East, the East School Brown Pirates, play them against the Browns week one of the season, and the Pirates would win. But as long as we play the Bengals, we get the win. And at the end of the year, it's the same. Anybody in the middle of the season, they'll beat us. Uh, <laughs> just in the, the scheduling gods, just, just just benefit it with us. But yeah, it's um, it, it's all sunny in Cleveland at the minute. It's uh, it's looking good. How, how times have changed, eh? Who the who do you say that? <laughs> well, well, you can put it this way, right? So, if next week this is, and I'm going to stop after this, and I'm, I'm going to I'm going to shut up at the Cleveland. You sure? You sure? Now? I'm 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 grudgingly going. If this if we beat the Steelers at the weekend, which is very possible, it's not not a given by any stretch, but it's possible that we beat the Steelers next week, and the Bengals beat the Ravens. Things in and off. That was top of the division. I, think, I was looking at. I think you kind of really need to beat the Steelers because they've got the yeah. up in the divisional record. I think they're two and zero in the division, and you're two and two in the division. So you really need to Steelers. Like, um, right, you know, I will preface what I'm about to say with: I have immense respect for Mike Tomlin. He is arguably one of, if not the best coach in the league. I definitely. hate the man. <laughs> and I would really rather he retired tomorrow because oh, he's so good at divisional football. He is like the Steelers don't do badly in the division. They, yeah, they have every, has every team in the division over the last X years got one over the Steelers occasionally. Yes, 
have the Steelers ever finished the year out in the division badly? No. They make the playoffs every year because Tomlin just doesn't allow that not to happen because, I I don't know, it's mad. He's always always got a winning record, doesn't he? So. Yeah, he's always above 500. Always 500 or better. Um, it's mad. It's it's a big testament to him, particularly when you look at the Steelers this year. Yes, Steelers on defense, excellent. They're a really good team. Steelers on offense are awful. Steelers on offense are really not a good football team. Um, but he, st- he still does enough. They're like negative in game script and like every win they've had this year. <laughs> they've like lost the turnover battle, fewer yards. Everything's worse except points on the board. I shouldn't. Yeah. I shouldn't laugh. I shouldn't laugh after this week. So, but I'll laugh anyway. <laughs> um, right, we're going to move on. I'm going to pass over to you, mate, and I'm going to. I'm going to take a drink of water and a breath. Um, other one, and I say, wait, but for the, but for clarity, we, we did. We did have a chat about it, and we decided that making you talk at length about the Packers again after another loss was at this stage getting a bit unkind. I'm always. So, and I, to be fair, um, yeah, for India listening, it was Liam that chose to talk about another NFC North. I know, I know. <laughs> Doing well. So it was his choice. Uh, so I, it was uh, it was the same set of Vikings. It was uh, the, 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 the Josh Dobbs effect. Was it, it, it was what, a Josh Dobbs effect. What were your big things for that? I suppose it's just a really Josh Dobbs. He's been there like 12 days or something like that and he's already got two wins on the, on the bounce or something like that. It's mental. Um, and talking about that, um, I don't know. I recommend. I was listening to one of the Athletics podcasts, and they were talking about they had I think the Bonner beat writers from Minnesota, on, and they're talking about how they were in the not this week, the week before, how they were calling the plays. Uh, go check that out podcast because it's amazing. They're like basically, um, what do you call it? A Minnesota's head coach was just basically trying to call old kind of not old kind of language, but kind of language he knew, and trying to explain this is what we do. Yada yada yada. Straight up to just before they're about to throw, well, not about to throw the ball, but basically laying up early and then making all these calls to, and then just tell them what the reads were. And then he's still going out there and performing. It was crazy. See, that's such that, um, a big thing. Um, but yeah, go, I've, not, I've not given that justice at all. Go check out that podcast if you can because it's it's really, really interesting. There's um, a point though. Like, that's a brilliant point because you think that if anybody saw it, obviously, that's the, the pod. So, so what was the podcast again? It was a, one of the athletic podcasts. Uh, I can't remember which one, just one of the athletic football well, podcasts. One of them. Definitely. Uh, Definitely worth a listen. But it's one like I don't know. You watched Quarterback, didn't you? Yes. Netflix is quite right. So if anybody's not seen that, go watch it. Netflix is quite right. Great show, blah blah blah. One of the bits in it that, that really stuck out to me what was that it was the play calling aspect of it. And you had all of them, you know, you'd pack, you'd cut, you yeah, you'd marry all the rest of it. And they were talking through, I mean, like chips and cheese, 47, yeah. 84, uh, donut kebab, hamburger, four, three, eight, nine, salad, 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 and you're like that all meant something and everybody knew what it meant and it changed week to week, team to team. And they're sitting there with their wives calling the plays out and stuff like that. So that, that was in the show they're so nice. <laughs> you, you know, John, I'm going to controversially put this one out. See the fact, I'm not right now, again, for clarity, I'm not saying that, that all athletes, that athletes are thick or anything like that, but Dobbs is literally an astrophysicist. But Dobbs is literally a rocket scientist. I think the fact that he's just super clever just helps. I don't know. He's on form. It's his third. I think it was you now his third straight game with a passing and a rushing touchdown, um, and and different teams, which is crazy um, to say yeah. the least. Um, but yeah, talking really about the game, they kind of obviously jumped out uh, um, twenty-four to three lead at the, before the half, 
were just rolling, rolling over the um, the Saints and um, Pepper and Hawkinson. He went for um, he was like what was his stats? No, I thought I had them. He was he was um, someone crazy, like over hundred yards, touchdown, um, 11, 11 receptions or something like that. Yeah. Um, and then even got a rushing touchdown in there uh, from Ty Chandler um, as well, which you know that's what's been kind of lacking. They're not being able to get the rush, the rush, the running game going really. So but now they've got Dobbs. I think it's going to be interesting. They've always, t- you always kind of go back to the Ravens. You always talk about the Ravens how they've got Lamar rushing means the means the running backs are going to have more opportunity because they've got to you know the defense has got to cover both things. But now, well, the same thing happened in Minnesota. Um, yes. But yeah, Dobbs. it was. It was a bit of a crazy, crazy game actually. When because they actually they jumped out such a big lead, and then I maybe always like have just gone very conservative for the second half, just kind of trying to just let the game play out. And then good old, good old Winston comes back after Carr goes out again with the shoulder oh, and, start, and starts slinging it about like mental. Um, <laughs> as like we as we lo- as as we love we love um, and true to form, you know he hits uh, I think Olavi for a big game and hits him for a touchdown. All the Olavi. Fantasy manager are, lo- are loving that. Um, so, um, and then obviously, of, true to form, of course, pick, you know, I think he threw two picks three, and then two, so... two touchdowns, two picks. <laughs> it's like Davis Winston is the banner of the NFL, all <laughs> things in balance. <laughs> um, but yeah, I suppose, yeah, I was kind of said I was talking about this game because okay, it's the Vikings, but you've got to give them some credit. That's a five game winning streak, um, on the bin bounce, they're still down. Down, down, Jefferson. Obviously, I know they've got they've got Addison now. They found him, um, but it was just not like a convincing win with a new and then losing Kirk and just plodding on. You know, and is it a factor? I don't know. Again, time will tell. Is it a factor of Dobbs? You know, like sometimes when you see a rookie quarterback coming in, the first game they have, I suppose about like this year, like um, Levis, first game, of this, first game he had goes out. Don't know, throws throws so many touchdowns, and you just don't have the tape on them at the point at the moment. But I don't know if it's quite the same for Dobbs because you've got the tape from I know it's a different offence but you've got the tape from Arizona so you kind of know to some again no expert but sure you know some tendencies but fair play to the, the Vikes and, and the, the coaching staff to get to get him ready to play like he was playing um, and he, he just it's going to be interesting to see now I was having a look at their schedule the um, get it back up again now Um you kind of feel they're they're shooing for the playoffs now, and then um, so walk, walk me through. Walk me uh, through. So they've got, they've got, well, I was well, maybe this was before Monday night because they've got Denver next. So who knows what happens there now? Um, but Denver, then they're at the bear. Uh, got the Bears at home, and then on the uh, um, then on the bye. Um, then they've got the Raiders. Raiders again doing better, but beatable. Um, Bengals tough matchup. Then they've got the Lions. Home and then the Packers and then the Lions again. The last game of the season, so up to the last, you know, last games of the Lions. That'll be the judgment call. Three, you know, three and three before last game of the season. I'd say. Yeah. Yeah. I say that. I'd, I'd say they should be. If I'm a reasonable level-headed Vikings fan, I'd, I'd be expecting three and three, which is which would have them at what? What are they at? Six and four. Six and uh, four. So actually, yeah. nine, really? nine and seven. Last game of the last game of the season to go ten and seven. Surely no. ten and seven gets you in the playoffs. Yeah, especially in the NFC this year. Like where are yeah. they? They're in the playoffs at the moment. I think it was to stop now, and I think who is it? The Bucks are just by. Well, they are in eighth. They're four and five now. So 
you know, they've already got a head start. Hi, hi, so, sorry, Liam, sorry, do you mean the Super Bowl bound Tampa Bay Buccaneers? Oh, so, sorry, yeah, by, sorry. Yeah, led, yeah. led by Baker Mayfield. Yes, of course, of course, of course. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, see ya. But it's just going to be interesting to see, as I say, will the will the dream story keep going? You know, it's like last season they had all these one, you know, one score games they won. Now they've got the Dobbs story. It's just like... <laughs> it's mad. And it's, do you know, it's funny because... The interesting thing, or one of the interesting things you're saying, are the idea of not having tape on Dobbs. So that was why, evidently, the the Cardinals were happy to get shot of him. Now, do you know what I mean? Yeah, we can chat about Kyler and all the rest of it. Um, but at the end of the day, that, that, that was what they said, basically. They looked at the tape um, on Dobbs and they decided, nah, we're going to go another way. Um, yeah, they had Kyler coming back, but they were going to play us as well. I'm, I'm, Frantically trying to find the name of the rookie oh, quarterback. Tune, yeah, I because I, oh yeah, yes. As a as a Kyler, as one of those fantasy owners who squirrelled away Kyler for a full year, raging to see Tune get that push push into the end zone. Um, <laughs> so when Kyler's Kyler touchdown, um, but yeah, so they they said that before Kyler was back, they were like, no, 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 we're gonna we're gonna run with Tune. We've watched Dobbs's tape, and we want to go in another direction. Oh well, I'm I'm sorry. I know I, I still, the Cardinals organization. I, I've watched his tape as well. It was good. I still don't fully believe that. I think that was a bit of coaching, Jack. Because that was just before the trade, wasn't it? That was at the trade, the weekend of the trade, or just after the after the game. Why, was it Monday? Why did you... I don't know. It was like it was like a slip up from like was it a slip up from like the new head coach or something? But I know it was, it was weird. I just when we heard it, and then also got traded. It's like. Surely you just surely, surely, trade them, but I know. Surely, surely if you're gonna, because they were obviously don't be wrong, this stuff. You, you know, I mean, you're right. They know that they knew they would be trading them. You know, that that's why they've said they're starting June. They knew that they were going to be shopping them, and they knew yeah. that there was a lot of teams. Obviously, with the Cousins' injury at that point, the Browns were sniffing about quarterbacks as well because we weren't sure about how Watson was going to do, and, and blah blah blah. You know, the the Giants. Yeah, and um, we'll talk about them in a wee bit. But all these teams are looking, but why would you go and say we watch these tape and we think he's crap? Yeah, the only one <laughs> thing I can think of is, is it's just to make the transition to Kyler, and obviously they end up trading them, but make the transition to Kyler easier because then they don't have to have the, oh, yeah. Dobbs should be in there still, you know, could he be in there still, you know, because he's done an okay job, you know, yada, yada, yada sort of thing, maybe, I don't know. But it's a bit, it was a very weird one, wasn't it? Um, but, uh, right. so anyway, here's, here's, my, here's, here's my question for the game, right? And this is only partially to wind up a particular fan base. Um, <laughs> do you know what? Like, it is a wee bit, like, and I'm no lie, I, I'm, I'm a wee bit in the wind up, but is there an argument that this year at any rate, DJ Hawkinson is now the best tight end in the NFL? It's, it's, you can't, it's hard to argue with the stats, isn't it, now? I suppose he's... Um, yeah, I'm is he coming, I, to I'm that kind of, he's coming to that prime now, you know, a late tight end prime sort of thing, sort of age, that he's just... Yeah, that's where you look. Um, so what? Okay, oh, we're obviously talking comparing him to Kelsey. Now, and I'm not talking he is at like all time better than Kelsey or that. That's that's patently ridiculous. Um, if nothing else, Hawkinson's only 26, Kelsey's 34. I mean, Hawkinson needs to to do it for a long time to even be in in the same breath as as Travis Kelsey, let alone a serious conversation. But you look at the stat lines for the for this season, right? So. He's got, uh, okay, so they've both got four touchdowns. Kelsey's got 57 receptions, 597 yards. So, was that 10, 10.5 yards a reception? 
Hawkinson's 71 yards, 71 receptions, 681 yards. So he's averaging just less, 9.6 yards a reception. But Travis Kelsey's got Patrick Mahomes thrown him. TJ Hawkinson has got had Kirk Cousins, now has Joshua Dobbs in. And for that, was it the one game that the Vikes had the, their rookie chucking that? I don't know. Did they have a game like that? Oh, they had well, last week. They had, they had last week. They had the rookie in. What's a call? Ah, was it in for like? Yeah, So anyway, point being, none of these people are Patrick Mahomes. And right, we can sit and you can make all the arguments you want about the Chiefs. You know, Kelsey is it on the Chiefs, so he gets double teams or the rest of it a lot more. But I'm, I'm sorry, the the Vikes have had no JJ for uh, five weeks now. Four, five weeks, I think it is now. He's been out. If not, it's four weeks. So. Hawkinson's pretty much been their number one target that whole time as well. And I don't know, it just the, the eye test, the eye test tells me that this this year, if you were building a team and you were trying to take the name brand out of it, would you rather have Kelsey as your tight end or would you rather have Hawkinson this year? It's it's an interesting question, isn't it? I think you can't really Argue like he's now got a second contract. You feel he's just going to keep on kicking on from this. And not like when he got traded from the Lions, like he was he was already doing wasn't doing amazing things, but you saw the potential there. And now he's oh. kicked on. And now he's got well, he had obviously Kirk throwing the ball and I probably a better offense overall that time. Obviously, I know the Lions they are now. Like to the fair to the Lions, it was probably a good trade in the end for them. Um, yeah. But uh, you know, he's definitely going to be in the mix for. You can't see him not being the mix for years to come, can you now? Totally. He's, he's a gimme for, surely, well, a gimme for the Pro Bowl as much as the much maligned Pro Bowl. Um, you know what I mean? And he'll, do all the interest, I bet he's, like, on, on the notion that somehow another AFC team makes it deep into the playoffs, it's not the Chiefs. The Chiefs get pumped out early. Kelsey will get your first team Pro Bowl at tight yeah. end in the AFC because, because he's Travis Kelsey. Um, and, Hawkinson would get your first team in the NFC if you were going to make a combined. Oh, I, I don't know. Controversial, I think this year I'd take Hawkinson over Kelsey. I, I genuinely <laughs> think I would. Um, yeah, no, I, I think I'm going to stick with that. Right, okay. Champion, mate. We're going we're to shift on that. I've, I've rebranded this week. Uh, I've rebranded. Uh, it's not It's not the rest in one. This It's the week in the rear view. Um, so we're going to just meander our way through some of the rest of the games what were what were some of the big points we'll, we'll hit probably not every game um, because there were a lot of them and some of them I really don't bear talking about <laughs> we'll, get them, we'll, 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 we'll get a couple of them at the way early um, and yeah but no there was some cracker this is say as I say at the opening of the pod this this for me was one of the best weeks I can think of this season um, and just in terms of one, the Browns game is obviously brilliant, but even the late window, um, yeah, and which, even just you know, red zone and all the rest of it, it was brilliant this week. Right. Um, however, haven't said that. Uh, we'll start we'll start down and we'll build. Um <laughs> so we'll build football. Uh Panthers and Bears. It, it started so promising. There was a was a uh run uh, they ran it back to the Panthers, didn't they, for the first score, didn't they? Um uh, you know, I'm, I'm sure, gonna I'm gonna sure. literally check I'm right sure. now. Yeah. 79-yard punt yeah. return. Uh, so, so, yeah, you, know, you don't, Start you don't get much more electric starts than that. Um, however, traditionally, we then ask for more than one more touchdown in the entire game. 
Other than that, you had a you had a Foreman four yard run um in the third. And other yep. than that, it was one, two, three, four, five field goals. So hey, team of the week, I suppose. Kickers, kickers, kickers. Um, except in this case it wasn't for a walk-off at least. But uh, <laughs> uh, it, it it was the I don't think it's unfair to say I'm very sorry, Panthers fans. I'm very sorry, Bears fans. Everybody got exactly what they thought they were getting. The the bear, the Bears plus fields. Okay, yeah, different conversation. Yep. yep. Bit more dynamic, bit more electric. Um the Bears with backup quarterback. Um I, I'm now actually trying to remember the name of the, the Bears backup quarterback. Uh, um oh. yeah, the baguette, uh Bajent Bajent, sorry pronounce his name, yep. I'm butchering it. Um yeah, he's the, the, those are he's and he's not your number one. Um so I it was exactly what everybody thought it was gonna be, unfortunately. Um however, it doesn't get to lay claim to crappiest game of the week. Um <laughs> That 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 dubious honour goes to the joy of the the Colts beating trouncing the New England Patriots ten six. Um, do, do you know what? I'm going to ask you this question because I've I've got an answer, and it is admittedly a sarcastic answer, um, but it is an answer nonetheless. What was your highlight of that game? Because I know what mine was. Are oh, you going to see the interception? Aren't you? Um, no. no? Nope. I don't even know what a highlight could be. I su- even though it was another interception, um, the the last play, what's come, um, Zappy trying to fake a yep. fake a spike, wasn't it, or something like that? So, yeah, fake, fake spike. <laughs> um, uh, I don't know if I can call that a highlight, but it was something different. It was funny. <laughs> it was funny. Now I'm going to say my highlight. Scoreboard on the roof that goes into the scoreboard. That was that was that, yeah. Yes, indeed. That was a good that was a good a good Sunday uh, Sunday morning watch on, uh, on, on Twitter. <laughs> that was the best that was the best part of that spectacle that the, the roof and the whatever the Frankfurt arena is called uh goes into the scoreboard. There you go. That was my highlight. Uh oh, it was so poor. It honestly like I don't know. The Colts we the Colts we know about. The Colts are They've got no Richardson, Minshew, Minshew mania. You, you know ever, yeah, you know Minshew's ever going to be sky high, throwing it all, throwing it all over the place, touchdowns galore, or he's just going to be like that, just not really happening. Um, well, there you go. His, his stat line actually: eighteen for twenty, one hundred and ninety-four yards, no touchdowns, a pick, uh, a, a QBR of forty-two point four, passer rating sixty-nine point six. Minced. You know what I mean? In short, minced. Um, it just wasn't very good. Um, but and that is it. This way it's why for all the story and the hyperbole around Minshew, it's why he's not got a team. Um so yeah, it was really grim. But anyway, move on to some of the some of the better games. Um a belter actually on the notion of better games going straight up there. Uh, Texans at Bengals. Well, it was a did, did you catch much yet? I didn't I've caught wee bits and pieces of it and see it at the time, but yeah. But Stroud being Stroud and prefer to um, Burrow, he kind of led a comeback just about, or should have, yeah. really. Um, that drop pass was it, um, was it Boyd that dropped it? Um, yeah, didn't catch yeah. It at the end. Um, so yeah, but yeah, who, who who knew the Texans would be would be this up high in the you know the power rankings as it were? <laughs> well, totally. Who who knew we'd be sat here in in fantasy football land, rabbling about trying to add Texans wide receivers? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, anyone but everyone. That. 
That that hotly contested wide receiver, Noah I know, Brown. I know exactly. <laughs> Another hundred yard game or something, wasn't it? So um... hundred yard game. Noah Brown came away with hundred and seventy two yards. Insane. <laughs> um, and I, you know, it's a lot. Yes, there were some drops. The Bengals, but even then, yes, there were some drops. But you still look at it. You go, the Bengals walked out of that with three hundred and forty seven yards passing. So yes, there were drops and other estate, and you can moan about it, but. Still, at the end of the day, they got their nose bloodied by the Texans, who did a bloody good job. Okay, um, and yeah, you know, it was that, uh, I, I was just going to quickly grab how far that the game winner for them was. Um, I Matty Amendola, 55 yarder. So, and to be fair, immediately before that, you had uh, McPherson with a 58 yarder. Um, he was, a, he was a, their backup kicker as well, wasn't he, Matt Amendola? Because is it not uh, Fairbairn? Um, yes, Fairbairn. I Fairbairn's. Yeah, yeah, that so. was why last week they had the, the running back yeah, uh, right. kick the yep. extra point. Yep. Uh, so, I, I absolute cracking game. Um, oh, and it, it helped the Browns out immeasurably, which obviously <laughs> gives it a special place in my heart. Um, we'll keep this on brief because we've kind of alluded to it already, but games that were, weren't quite as good for helping the Browns out. Uh, Packers at Steelers, um, 19-23. And, and you know, I, I said I wasn't going to talk, so I didn't make you talk too much about it. Um, but... Uh, um, what, what was what was your bit as a Packers fan? We've talked about Tomlin and how good he is, and all the rest yep, yep. of it. And we all get that. What what are you? Where are you at as a Packers fan? Well, team I don't I don't know if this is where we've got to. That um, this is the best I felt after a loss. That's where we've got to. Okay. Um, I think ultimately, like the season's been gone for a couple of weeks after we after our losing streak. Obviously, got the win, win against the Rams. Um, but it's just all about now showing some sort of progress as we've alluded to in a previous pod that um that crazy um tweet that was out about all the punts that we had uh, in the yeah. first half of games so at least we scored some first half touchdowns that was good uh two whole two um, <laughs> um and to be fair also i know the jury's still out in love but it was definitely his best game he was making some nice throws against a defense that you know we've got TJ Watt coming come, coming coming at you like and yeah. we were we've been our offensive line's not been great. We've given up to we've you know um Hutchinson against the, the Lions and then Max Crosby um against when we played the Raiders were causing us no end of problems. Max actually, Crosby is scary good. So, <laughs> like, I know I know what's yeah. obviously other level stuff, but Crosby's bloody good as well. And don't get me wrong, he obviously threw two picks that uh, uh, love. Yeah. I know the love, the last pick obviously ended the game. That one didn't bother me as much. I think it was the first pick that um, we're driving and going for a yeah. score. There was some crazy stat now. Obviously, that was a target in Watson. I think he loves show, uh, throwing 10 picks and five of them have been targeting Watson, which doesn't really bode too well for Watson. I know it's not all That's... on Watson. Um, not, it's not all on Watson, but it's not really the best of stats to have. So, I suppose um... it's one of these ones that makes you worry a bit because it's the thing, it's one of these, and it's so difficult to like quantify. It's like chemistry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's something in the relationship between quarterback and receiver there that you've gone, right, why are we always in this position? So, um, yeah, but now, but now, the problem now, we've now got, we've got a tough, it's more, this was a game we kind of needed to win to, to kind of show any sort of, because our schedule now, we've got, um, we're up next, we've got the Chargers next at home, which, okay, it's the Chargers, but they can put up points, but they always find a way to lose, so it'll be fine, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure they'll find a way to charge it. <laughs> no, but we should, we should, you know, we should that. Then we've, got, then we've got the Lions, and then we've got the Chiefs the next three games, so yeah. that's not really great. 
got it's all right. We've got the we've got the Giants after that. It'll be fine. <laughs> so we come up with um, really anyway. So you look at that as your four your four games. You come away. You would. You come. You you, you can't come away with less than one win. No, you yeah, don't get really the Giants. Yeah. Something terrible going on. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, two, wins, two wins. is decent. Three wins. I don't. Don't be wrong. I'm not saying I think it's likely you're going to get three of those games. But if you did, you'd never be really happy with that. Brings you back to six and seven, which you're then like, okay, this is maybe a thing. I, I uh, wish I could be as optimistic as you. No, I, 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 uh, I realise where we're at. I, 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 I don't think it's going to happen. It's not even. It's not even our. You were kind of alluded to earlier on about the the uh, Steelers um, kind of pass, uh, kind of pick our passing game. Our run defense again. That game was horrendous. We let yeah. We let Warren Harris run all over us. And just can you know, you know, we kept we well, kept we kept our wide receiver one Johnson to one one uh, one reception for seventeen yards, yeah. and that was that was all, you know. So it's not as if we did bad that way, but we just couldn't get off the field and just let them run all. Yeah. Over. It was just bad. So, well, but... do you know what? Segwaying segwaying the limit from one run game that was non-existent to another that was non-existent. Uh, Bucks beating the Titans twenty-six, and don't be wrong, know that this is a shocking revelation to say. Turns out, if you can keep the Titans to less than 50 yards rushing, they are stuffed. Um, Derek Henry, 11 carries, 24 yards, 2.2 yards a carry. Uh, long, his longest rush of the day, 8 yards. And Will Levis has had one really good game. You know, I mean, maybe they'll take that away from him, but that's all he's really had. Um, yeah, they, just can't, they just can't finish drives, I don't think. And Yeah, they can't. Like, I suppose the Bucks. Run defense has been pretty good, I think, most of the season. So, yeah, but 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 with the breaker, yeah. but um, uh, it's obviously no mean feat stopping Henry. You know, you might be on the downward turn a wee bit, but you still, still a, re- a good. I would still take him. So he's still still a good run back. So yeah. yeah, um, but yeah, and it's again, it's even one where the yeah, but Baker. I've just said that the Baker plays for the uh, for the Bucks, and he obviously doesn't. Uh, he clearly plays for the Cardinals. Um, but that's not quite. Uh, this this entire podcast not about accuracy, folks. Um, <laughs> so, I yeah, you know, I mean the, the as I say the, the Tampa Bay on Winfield. That's what I was actually thinking of. <laughs> it's a totally it's in literally no way similar to Buddha Baker whatsoever. <laughs> uh, but I just think I could defend that. Um, I Bucks did well. Baker had a really good outing. Um, Love to see it. What was he? 18 for 29, 278 yards, couple of touchdowns, one pick. Um, pass on rate in the 102. It's going to be you know more I mean? Baker's been all season, isn't it? You know, a couple uh, of touchdowns, you know, pick, you know, so. Uh, the, the thing, and I hate to give any credence to this person, but Colin Cowherd does, does have Baker pegged. If Baker is playing in a game where he goes up early, if they, if they get a bit of a lead, he... More often than not, that's that that's kind of him settled. You know, I mean, they walked into the half. They were seven three up in the half by. Oh, when I try and figure out how quickly that was in the third. Yeah, within five minutes of the second half, they were uh, ten three up. At that point, Baker's happy. Baker will sling it. He'll take chances. He knows he's got a bit of a cushion, particularly when he's got a good defense to bail him out. Um, but. I, Nice to see. I like to see better than that. Right, on to stuffing. <laughs> Jags uh, getting absolutely rinsed yep. up by the Niners. Uh, so what was that? 30-43. Are, are, are the Niners back? That's the only question I, I, with this game. I was going to say, the Jags, Jags, Jags. Well, no, two. We'll come to Jags in a minute. Are the Niners back? 
well, who, who, who thought they were on a losing streak after that one? Yeah, you wouldn't, you wouldn't have known it. So, <laughs> so yeah, I think they got um, also got the, some of the players back. Got Sam yes, Debo came back as well. That got Russian touchdown. You know, classic Debo. CMC Purdy, didn't get a Russian touchdown. No, I know. Purdy did did well. Did some his first touchdown to Ayuk was an interesting throw, but got away with it. Um, yeah. It's kind of kind of cross cross field nearly and. It worked out all right, but yeah, it's kind of typical Purdy, I suppose. But yeah, Fortnite well, is back rolling again. So, yeah, your big one in Purdy, just because I was mentioning passer rate earlier. So, for the sake of it doesn't know, um, I mean, a perfect passer rate, the best you can possibly get is 158.3. And it's all sorts of things going to calculate that. Um, it, it's those fancy maths involved. Purdy's passer rating was 148.9. So, <laughs> bloody yep. good. Although, more importantly, Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold had one completion for six yards. He's back. <laughs> he's, he's still in the league. He's still gone. Sam, what a bust. Uh, oh, aye. So, tell you what, then, here's another question then. Yes. Um, is, are we, oh, I don't even want to say this. This makes me feel a bit sick because I never like him. Is Lawrence showing that he's maybe not the guy? No, no, I don't mean in terms of franchise NFL quarterback. He clearly is. But I mean in terms of, you know, when Lawrence came into the league, it was the second cover of Patrick Mahomes. And, I, don't, uh, I don't know. There's some like crazy stat. He's only had like two two games with two two touchdowns in it. All, all, all the rest of them, one touchdown games all season. Yeah. Right, none last night. None on Sunday. It was a disaster. Um, well, everybody owns him in fantasy. It was raging. In early league, <laughs> yeah. you put up early world league scoring. It was at negative two point three points or something like that. Not a good day at the office. No, he's, not, he's not quite had this the step he thought he was going to take at the start of the season, has he yet? But I don't know. I, I still, I still, he's still like it's. You kind of see the flashes what he can be still, and like. But I suppose the thing is, I suppose he kind of was like meant to be this, you know. Generational one of a, talent. Yeah, one of one of a one of one of a uh, one of a kind. Never see it again. He's not quite got to those heights. Fair, fair, fair. That's not on him. That's the pressure of the media. But you know, it's even, even season, if we give him the the thingy year. Um, the year. Oh my God! Why can I not think of the coach's name? The year where oh. he, everybody knows exactly who I mean. Yeah, I've got a mental blank too, so I can't tell. Right, anyway, him, anyway. head coach. We gave him that off. Same as I give uh, Baker the Freddy Kitchen zero. Did he count? He, he does he count when that's your head coach? Um, he's good. You know what I mean? Yes, he's, he's a really good player. He's a good NFL quarterback. A lot of teams would love to have him on the, on the, on the team. He doesn't really have many excuses at the minute, though. You know what I mean? He's got two excellent receivers. He's got an excellent running room. The, the line in Jacksonville's not terrible. Not the best line in the league, but it's not a bad line. But has he got um, two? Has he got two good receivers? Has Ridley kind of come back to what he's been? That's a supposed uh, thing. Back to what he's been, no. But I'm going to say that's purely because the heights Ridley was at were so high. But he's, I don't know. I've seen it in flashes. I'm, I'm, I would put. I've seen it in flashes. I like, I like Ridley. I used to like. You know, obviously, he was always a. He needs to stop playing in number zero. I think that's a thing that should stop. <laughs> yeah. It's because that annoys I think, me. I think, I think he's a good uh, player. But has that has that time off? You know. Really affected him to come back and be the same yeah. player. You know, I don't know. Yeah, definitely. It's a tricky one, but yeah. Anyway, short version is the Niners gave them absolute hide. Yeah. Um. And again, talking about you know, actually, I'm just going to slag this game off, but I actually enjoyed this game. Um, the Falcons at Cardinals. Um, you know, for a game that everybody would look at 
and go, well, I suppose the story here was the return Kyler. of Kyler Murray. Yeah, indeed. Kyler was back. Um, and yeah, Kyler, I think it was like four times in the group chat, I typed, Kyler's back. <laughs> Every one of them was for different reasons. Uh, it was one he went for a run, Kyler's back. He got a rushing touchdown. Kyler's back. He threw one good pass. Kyler's back. He threw an interception. Kyler's back. <laughs> Was well, so you not know, Kyler back when it wasn't him? It was Tune doing the doing the. the, the I, I yeah, well, that would have been another Kyler's back. I couldn't get that. That was we were just playing a happy tune at that point. Uh, but um, but yeah, the I, I don't. Know, I suppose for not not even too heavy in the fantasy side, of it, but uh, for the fantasy crowd out there, um, Arthur Smith finally remembered that Bijan Robinson's about. Uh, <laughs> finally gave him a, a 20, 20 plus carry, twenty two carries, uh, twenty two carry game. Uh, for the one of the most dynamic running backs uh, drafted, uh, so uh, he finally did, yeah. did something. He's now got the excuse though that they, they they lost, so they can't go back to that that formula. So they, um, they've got to do something else. So uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, something nobody <laughs> will expect. Nobody will see it coming. Do you know what we're going to do? We're going to have Desmond Ridder at running back. <laughs> That's going to be it's going to be the plan from next week. Uh, uh, yeah, I enjoyed. It. I actually genuinely thought it was quite a good fun game to watch. Heineke yeah. is a baffling quarterback. <laughs> to watch. I just don't, I genuinely don't know what Heineke's going to do in any given snap. I just find it dead funny. He was fun last year again when he was at Washington. And I suppose actually, it was kind of a fun game to watch because I suppose Kyler, you kind of forgot what Kyler does, runs around. Also, he had yeah. that good scramble. He's kind of always done that run. You think he's going to lose it and then does some. some you know, gets gets the gets the the first you know, down or whatever sort of thing. So but yeah, it was kind of cool is, to see him back out there. This is my one, my one. We got, and I apologise to, to end the listening who does. This is a pretty niche Celtic reference. Um, do you know? I think I, I slagged the Celtic player off this. Do you not think that like Kyler is a wee bit like James Forrest and that he looks terrified when he's running anyway? Like, I just uh, think Tyler, like Kyler, whenever he's running, the same as James Forrest. We like James Forrest. Then it's never just Google James Forrest, like Celtic player, then a YouTube or something like that. You'll see it. He's I wouldn't say I've ever, ever been the biggest Forrest fan, so I think I'll definitely go, uh, go on that Kyler side. You know, I suppose we lose to QBs have got a bit of a harder task, maybe than uh, uh, any, you know, yeah, um, well, so. definitely. <laughs> but I do just think whenever Kyler does scramble for something, it's so good at it, he looks really scared, he <laughs> looks afraid. Uh, but, I, but anyway, I um so what was that time that? Uh, so yeah, the Kyler he did he came away with the win. Um, that was oh do you know oh just to stick stay on brand that one was another one that it wasn't a walk off field goal. Um, right enough, but it was a field goal to win it. Uh, Prater with pretty well, check shot. Uh, no, that's a lie. It was, it was a, it was a seventy. I've just realised I've said one wrong earlier. There wasn't a mega distance one. The yard, the the drive was at sixty yards. Field goal was much shorter. But yeah, so pretty 23-yard field goal, 70-yard drive. So yeah, yep. it's a good one. Now there's one game that I'm going to deliberately leave to the to the end, even though it it did happen at prime time. Um, to do it really quickly, what was a crack of their game? 41-38, Lions doing one over on the Chargers. Um, and you know, I'll actually put my myself, I was saying in our group chat, like, did we really think Herbert's still at, Herbert was electric. Oh, um, was. Even, even, even though his team keeps losing. <laughs> He does play incredibly well. Yeah, he was he was electric, but I suppose yeah. Again, the the Lions kind of jumped out, didn't they? I think, and they were it was it was a fun yeah, game. Yeah, half they were, time they were twenty four seventeen ahead at the half. 
eventually, but I think they were jumped like they started out early. They were going for fourth downs all over the place. I think they got stuffed in the at the goal line. I'm sure the, the lines going for fourth down, and then, but then and then and then right, and then obviously the Chargers had to do the same. Started going for fourth, fourth, in the going for the fourth down. Sort you, of thing, so, I yeah. uh, what was the one? It was it Dan Campbell? Did not call it. Was it like fourth and four on like on the on the Cardinals like forty yard line or something? And he went for it. You know, that's a bit, and he like got it. It was, it was something like that. Okay, it was, it was, it was, it was yeah. one of the ones you look at and you would like a sane, quote unquote, head coach. Would a, a conservative play caller wouldn't call that. You know, what I mean, it's it was, just not the not the call that people would. There expect. was there was some crazy plays. To be fair, like I think I know people have been chatting about it already. I think um, Ben Johnson, the OC for um, the Lions, he's going to be up there for all the coaching jobs. I think um, come. Yeah. You know, like there's some the Amon Ra touchdown was a good one as well. It was like kind of yeah. shovel pass and oh. just ran it, ran it, and that was he was he was on fire as well. Uh, um, yeah, um, and then I think the other one was the was it the one to the uh, the tight end? It was right, it wasn't it? Wasn't Laporta? Um, oh, it was like third and one. You think they're going to run? They think you're going to just you know QB sneak it or run it, and then he he just let him kind of sneak out the back and just throw, yeah, throw it over the top. Right. Um, that was a nice, a nice play call. Yeah, definitely. Uh, right, I'm gonna keep going. I've got half a nine o'clock. Work, work. So, uh, and again, games that were good for many different reasons. Just because again, players I'm I'm particularly enjoying watching this year. Um, Seahawks uh, getting one over on the Commanders, twenty nine, twenty six. The Gino played well this game. Gino's actually been struggling a wee bit uh, last couple of weeks. He's not been doing amazing stuff. Um, but Sam Howell, I'm thoroughly. Thoroughly enjoying the Sam Howell show this year, and not just because he sits on my bench. And <laughs> um, but like again, quarterbacks that I we heard all the chat about Stroud and all the rest of it coming into the year. Um, Sam Howell was not a name on. No, I know Sam Howell wasn't drafted this year, but he wasn't a name on anybody's lips. Is oh, you need to keep an eye out on this guy, and he's just the last four weeks, five weeks. That you're Jesus, this guy's actually good. Even he's though he's been sacked more times than out there. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how he's stand, still standing. To be fair, he's sacked so many times. Um, but yeah, it was it was a bit of a nondescript game in the first half, wasn't it? But then it kind of came to life in the second half. I think it was like. Yeah. Um, but well, whenever you've got Jesus, I actually didn't think. I, I, I see. I always forget this, how the scoreline plays out. But whenever you've got a fourth quarter that has got twenty-seven points in it, uh, <laughs> it tends to tends to make for yeah. an entertaining finish to a game. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, that that was again a, a thoroughly enjoyable one. Seahawks obviously coming out, keeping their hopes, uh, at winning the division alive um, is obviously the big thing for them. Seahawks yep. are, are very much six and three at the minute, yep, so three, yep. very much in a hunt. Commanders, I don't know. I, I would genuinely say if I was a Commanders fan, I'd be disappointed to be four and six. Just just like looking at, at how they play, you know, I, I don't think they deserve to have lost six times this year. But that's like. Uh, right, one one to do one to deal with very quickly, and then there's two that were actually entertaining games for very very different reasons. Um, Jets twelve, Raiders six. Uh, I, I, I'll be honest, this was on at prime time, prime time, so I was in my bed. Um, I did catch the highlights of it, and I really wish I could get that twelve minutes back. <laughs> um, yeah, back. it's just. Fair to the Raiders, they got another win. Two two wins yeah. for the the new uh, or, or temporary coach, whatever you want to call him now. Um, 
Yeah. Uh, to be fair, I'm, I'm going to quickly ch- check that guy's name. Uh, Ravens. Is maybe Wilson squandering the chance of Rogers coming back now? Uh, maybe. So. Yeah, that's that's got to be. If you're a Jets fan, there was well, there was the chat that he thinks he'll be back before Christmas, which yeah. like, if he is, is like medical Marvel stuff. You know, coming yeah, back that quick for Achilles. Sure, but surely, surely, if they keep losing, they'll just, you'll just decide not to do that. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you would have thought so. So, at AFC, where are they sitting at the minute? Four and five. If they can, if Wilson can pull, say, three wins more between now and, yeah, maybe get them at 500, fill in with a shout at the Bills we're going to talk about in a minute. They're obviously struggling. Maybe he comes back, but yeah, if it's a lost cause, there's no way. Rodgers is putting a recently healed body on the line for dead rubber games. Aye, fair play to the fair play to the Raiders. You can only beat who's in front of you. They're not in any great shakes yep. themselves with Aiden O'Connor under centre. Um, so, aye, bit of an event. Right, okay, last two games. Um, and I kind of feel bad, but we're doing it to get, get stuck into the count. The, no, the count boys will definitely not get stuck into the count boys. Uh, the poor, much maligned G-men. 1749 <laughs> Like you have all my sympathies. Yeah, like, just, kind of, just wrap up the season now. Just move on. Move on. Uh, <laughs> it's like that. With that old road football, you know what I mean. But if you can't field enough players, the other team just gets an automatic three 0 win. The cow- <laughs> can the can the G men sorry they'll just do that for the rest of the year. Every every beats says twenty one nil. Every every day rest of the year twenty one nil. That's it. We'll have first in the draft next year. Thank you very much. Move on. It's, yeah. would you, there's, there's your reason why not actually because there are teams out there looking for first in the draft <laughs> um, and, and the, the, the G-men sitting at 2-8 and eight are very much in that one Yep, um, definitely. Cowboys again we might like I was talking about Baker earlier um, the, the Cowboys can have played better obviously than there are a lot of teams this year but it's, it's, no, I'll take the Baker comparison away we up like the, the Dolphins you put the Cowboys up against a bad team and the Cowboys will absolutely go help a letter and put up big points yep. against them. <laughs> put yeah. the put the Cowboys up against something about a spine. Not quite the same, is it? Yeah, I suppose you can't really. I don't can really judge. The Cowboys did well. They did what they had to do, but you can't really judge them oh. on this game. So you see. Forty-nine points. Forty-nine points. So when yep. you get to sit at the end of the game and put all your second and third stringers out, yep. just just yep. to give them a run. Yep. Fair play. Can you? Have you can you? Yep. And uh, well, very briefly, CD Lamb is basically Jesus at this stage. <laughs> um, like third game in a row with over 140 yep. yards or something. Right, rounding this off, mate. It was Monday Night Football, and there is only one play that we're going to talk about: the Denver Broncos beating the Buffalo Bills 24-22. There is only one play worth discussing, and it remains on our theme of the evening of field goals. <laughs> have, you, have, have you caught the highlights? I'm going to assume that unless you were up yeah. very, very late last night, you didn't watch live. Oh, yeah. so, so, have so, you so, caught so, the highlights? Of, um, yes, the the yeah the the play they're never going to live down for a long how, time. Um, how how do you do that? How do you have <laughs> a 22-21 lead 
last play of the game, field goal to lose you the game, and you have 12 men on the field. How yeah, do you let that happen to yourself? Not, it's not um, a good, um, a good, uh, yeah, it's not really a good picture <laughs> of um, controlling your special teams, but then they've gone and sacked their, their, their OC. Um, yes. yeah. you feel that you should, surely the special team coordinator should be under a bit of pressure as well after that. So, well, um, it's the misfiring Buffalo Bills has been the story, well, been one of the many stories of the year. And Dorsey, so Ken Dorsey, get the punt. Um, and the fact that he was punted, what I think within something like nine and a half hours of the game ending, yeah. he, had, he had these jottles. So, I think it kind of stands to reason that he was already on an exceptionally sugarly peg before that game last night. Um, oh, you know what? And again, we won't spend long on this because we've done it to death in the pod. But it, you know, in one one line, is the Bills' windows closed? Uh, yes, yes, for this year, definitely. Anyway, I, so. I kind of need to say I agree, and I back the Bills to win the whole thing this year. <laughs> um, right, okay, folks. Um, that was that. That was week ten. Um, now before we sign off for the night, guys, I do actually have a statistic. Um, so this is one and I kind of mentioned it obliquely earlier there is a reason why 49ers back to winning ways or the rest of it but there is a reason why the 49ers are stuffed this year and I'm very sorry to all the San Francisco fans out there your team is stuffed there's nothing you can do about it fate has conspired to say that you shall not win much of anything this year and do you have any inclination why that might be Liam this is really bizarre by the way God it be some like superstitious. It is know. a superstitious um, thing. I'll give you a clue, I, right? I'll give you a clue. It is to do with a team that we have discussed at length tonight, and it is to do with a player on that team who is not currently able to play. So, no team that has ever lost to this very particular quarterback in the regular season and the postseason, obviously, has ever won the Super Bowl. And that quarterback would be who the San Francisco 49ers lost to earlier in the year. I need to check what week it was. Is the one that only Daddy Kirk. <laughs> no team that Kirk Cousins has beat in the regular season has ever went on to win the Super Bowl. Is that, um, why we, is that why we Packers couldn't, couldn't win the Super Bowl last couple of years? <laughs> that, that's exactly <laughs> it, mate. It was Kirk Cousins the whole time holding his back. Uh, I, and obviously the Bathroom Records week like four or something like that. Um when the the no, it was more recently week four. But anyway, when the when the Niners lost to the Vikes under Kirk, that's the game Kirk got broken in. Um that was that's that sealed their fate. They lost that game. And that now means that it doesn't matter how anything else goes. They cannot win the Super Bowl. The curse of Kirk shall live eternal. It's like the curse of Madden uh, or something like that, isn't it? Um, so. I, I, I couldn't believe it when I seen it. Kirk Cousins allows no one to lift a Lombardi that he can put one over on. So there you go. There's our, there's our statistic of the week. Um, right. Okay, folks, um, that, that brings our wrap-up of, uh, of week 10 to a close. Now, remember, ladies and gents, you can keep up with the crew uh, via Twitter, at Grid Iron Crew. You can get us on Insta, Grid underscore Iron underscore Crew. Stick Grid Iron Crew into YouTube, into threads, into everywhere you get your podcasts. You can find us. 
stick questions into us, stick thoughts into us, um, get involved. We would really love to have more people getting involved. You can drive the type of guff wonderful people that me and Liam sit and talk about on this pod. Um, now, remember, it is the your, your Week 11 coverage starts on Thursday night or Friday morning. If you want to watch live on Thursday with the preview crew, or you'll be able to catch the early doors on Friday to get you ready for Week 11 in the NFL. And with that all said, that is us for tonight. Liam, thank you very much for sticking in and uh, being a band of two with me here tonight, mate. No, it's been great. It's been good chatting, chatting all things football. It's been good. Absolutely. And it's nice to dive into a wee bit of depth every now and again. Um, so, folks, with that, we will wish you all good night and we will catch you next week for a review of week 11. <laughs>